Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Hello, everybody. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. I am joined, as always, by Sarge. Hello. I don't even really hear the opening music anymore. It's just like something I sit through. And the mysterious L. Double arigato, beautiful babies. Do, 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 do. Look, one man band over here. That'll be our new intro theme. We'll just we'll just aggressively steal from that song. It'll be awesome. It'll <laughs> be great. Yes. And then we'll be like, hey, Poly Six, a group no one's ever heard of. We're taking your version of the song. <laughs> so uh, we we have to stop everything and th- there's a q posted another million posts right just checking in real quick q q still posting oh no uh, no uh our our uh our hero our savior uh still uh dormant since uh june of 20 june 29th he uh showed he back up sleep he has to recharge his batteries yeah, oh. what, a, what a surprise oh yeah, but, yeah he's been- before we get into the amuse bouche, uh, I, I am cutting off Mike to do this just because it, it seems like important business for the people that it's affecting. Uh, so, starting, I believe, with this episode, and if not next episode, we will be uploading the podcast to our Patreon as well on the free side for no additional bucks uh, because we, we apparently some of our users who had been using the ACAST app to listen to us, I guess that's not a thing anymore. There's some sort of problems with it or whatever. So, if you need another avenue for like through which to consume the podcast, it will be for free on our Patreon. And while you're there, why don't you sign up? 
<laughs> oh yeah, while, while you're there and drag our free content, give us money. Give us give us so much money. How about yeah, do we like oh the free stuff is so good? Let's just deposit all of our currency at them. Do we yeah. have a one dollar tier that gets them in on all our bonus content? Uh, we have a five dollar tier to get them in our bonus content. That's how much I know. We, need, we, have, uh, we should have a we should have a one bitcoin tier that gets them Ooh. something incredible. Yes, th- th- that's the uh, that's the bias and RV uh, tier. That's like the uh, the tier that for the uh, Queen of the World, who used to be the Queen of Canada, but then got she got the she got the upgrade. So yeah. Anyway, so, let, let, let's show the people what they're what they're bidding for, uh, and get to our hottest newest segment, the Amuse Bouche. It's time for a light sampling of insanity. Get ready for the Amuse Bouche. And and first item. Local man calls it our newest segment when we've been doing it for months. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it is still our newest segment. Yeah, you got me there. You I are am technically, technically correct, correct, which is the best kind of correct. How <laughs> dare you challenge me on this? <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I love that all three of us were thinking technically correct at the same time. I just didn't say it. We, but I was we share one and a half brain cell. Um, so Q's still not posting. We're not quite at a month yet. Uh, do, do you want to... Take well, over unders on when we think he might like rise. Well, I mean, again. let's be real. Q has Q still hasn't posted in like two years or whatever. Yeah, uh, I yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not wrong. Uh, yeah, there's just no way to know because I, I didn't think he was ever coming back. But uh, I mean, actually, Jim Watkins is a, seemed like a much worse Q than Rod Watkins was. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, he, he was like, he was like in their shit posting with people. Yeah, he was just like, I dare you challenge me. I'm going to respond to this, and it's just like what. You're cute, man. What you, you you're not supposed to play ball with you drop the crumbs and you watch as they pick up the crumbs. You don't get in there and like start dictating shit. What are you doing? Yeah. You yeah, have but, a lot of riffing and yes standing, right? Like I assume I mean, well I mean Q's shtick was for the most part just uh like he started the thing with the spy novel that we got most of the way through. But towards the end, like his whole job was to just say, like, hey, that guy he, he really nailed it on that point and ooh, this guy had a really good decode. So yeah, Q's job was mostly just to give people like head pats and tummy rubs and tell them they were doing a good job. But um I believe in the in like the the, the video game parlance that is called maintenance mode. Those mm. what they put Q into maintenance mode. No new content are coming out from Q, uh, but they will continue to support the server. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I think I, I think my favorite moment uh, of uh, of Q's interactions with his dum dum audience was uh, when uh, he posted a fake Patton Oswald uh, tweet because it, when it was a real tweet, but he but it was a photoshopped in at Comet Ping Pong, and mm. some. QAnon follower was like, Q posting this is bad because it makes us look like a bunch of dummies that are following fake things that are obviously photoshopped. And then Q basically hit him with the Obi-Wan, from a certain perspective, I was right about your father argument when it comes to Darth Vader and being killed and killing Anakin. And Q was just like, hey, man, if you don't understand how I'm right about this, you're not getting it. And it was just like, <laughs> it was like pissy, pedantic, like defensive bullshit. It was great, so, but I mean, there were times. So, when so would may, do may, maybe, be, maybe Jim Watkins is Q, but only when Q is supposed to be in maintenance mode, and Ron, <laughs> and Ron is the guy that writes the the new hot shit. Yeah, Ron's, yeah, Ron's the new expansion, and, and, and this is why, like Jim overstepped here. He was just some like some crumb bum that was just supposed to be there to like answer GM tickets or whatever. That he started trying to like code new shit into the game. They're like, "What are you doing?" I always wondered, do you think, I, I don't know if we ever mentioned it, do you think they, they drafted stuff in advance? 
I know there was misspellings and stuff, but you, do you think they, they sat around the table at night and there's like, what are we, let's write up all the Q posts for tomorrow. I mean, sometimes oh. it was obviously yes, right? Because the upload, there was only like three seconds between upload times and they would be like full on paragraphs worth of text. Yes, the uh, the, the early drops definitely had drafting. That was something that we we even we even we even said that when we went through them that like oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we mentioned it. it's so, so, so back, back, back before it got to maintenance mode like obviously yeah. some of the stuff was drafted ahead of time but I feel like it was it was still pretty clear that it, it, every once in a while whoever was behind the wheel would just sort of like get in there and get sort of jazzed with it because it was like two a.m. and they were kind of drunk <laughs> yeah there was the yeah you can definitely tell when there were some the the more off the cuff ones but yeah those early ones when it was the other guy. There was a lot more drafting, it looks like. But uh, yeah, I sold the moose bush because I just wanted to talk about actual Q for a minute. Uh, yeah, and how about you so- shut up so we can talk about? Uh, yeah, I, I just want—I just wanted to do one quick thing before we got to the bush uh, about the off-the-cuff shit. In two of the early Q posts, Q uses the term "poof" with an exclamation point. It just <laughs> did we not get to those? Man, we would have had a heyday with that. Uh, we got to the first one because it was Q drop seven. Uh, where, <laughs> I missed it. Oh, where, it where it ends with uh, it says, "quote Remember, he lied about knowing, but ultimately came out in the dump." Poof. And he did it again in Q drop ninety one, which we didn't get to, and he repeated that same phrase about Obama knowing about the email, the secret emails that Hillary was running, and he repeated the line about her about Obama knowing it, and it came out in the dump. Poof. So yeah, <laughs> Q loved poof. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure there was there was hot poof delta decodes. Oh, God. <laughs> God, Anyway, so poop. uh we done we done talking about this horseshit so we can get talking about what's really important, which is uh the decline the decline of our favorite restaurant. It's yes. it's clo- it's closed now. Lauren Bobert's poor stupid restaurant, which I, I, was the name of it actually Shooters? I can't remember the name of it. I think it may I have been Shooters. I thought you were just calling in, in our in our notes, our show notes here, he hasn't written as a moose bouche. No more shooters, and there's no Kaba there. So I thought you were just in the notes calling him. It was a moose bouche. No more shooters, like hip hop style. That's crazy. In that context, I don't even know what a shooter is, mate. I I didn't either. What, I thought, what, I thought what, a, you were just... what an incredible mythos you're creating in your head for yourself. I just yeah. thought you dropped some sick lingo on me that I wasn't cool enough to know. Yeah, I'm 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 hip. I'm with it. I, I watch TikToks on my commute. You know how it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. it was yeah. It was actually Shooter's Grill. That was the name of the place. It was Shooter's Grill, and the 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 gimmick of the place was that all the wait staff uh, were open carrying, so you could just like have oh. yeah. You could have your and you, wait- and you and you as a patron were encouraged to bring your gun. Yes. Yeah. They were just like, yeah, ha, 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 come have like a plate of like corned beef hash or whatever, but also like make sure that you have an AR-15 with a bump stock with you because America or whatever. I, yeah, I worked at a place where we open carried all the time too. It was the army. <laughs> there were a lot of people I didn't feel comfortable about doing that there. Like if I go to my local Hooters and every waitress is open carrying, I'm going to be a little nervous, a little jittery. I think I'm going to be able to... <laughs> To enjoy my five dollar appetizers, <laughs> I like. The, I just love that you called them appetizers. That just yeah. that, that really just sold it for me. 
I mean, like that's because that's what I think when I, when I want to go to what were derisively called restaurants back in the day. When I go to a place like that, what I really care about is that everyone around me has a firearm. And, and yeah, and, that's and, I want and, I want to pack in both in multiple senses, right. uh, just to be extra gross. <laughs> um, yeah, oh but I mean, God. like like your erection at a restaurant is probably not going to hurt anybody. Yeah, like if, if, uh, I mean, if, if your erection goes off, it's probably not going to accidentally kill like somebody at their birthday party or whatever. Just me and my future employment opportunities. Yeah. Uh, like, oh my god! So, so what? Like, I, I, when you call a place shooters, it's is it like an Applebee's knockoff or is it a a, a Hooters knockoff? I just. Uh, I, I don't I think that was sort of like the big biscuit or whatever, right? Wasn't it just sort of like a like a regular ass like sort of like eatery? Yeah. Uh, uh, like I believe all the, all the all the things I've seen about it didn't make it look as, like any sort of special or gimmicky, aside from the fact that everyone just had guns. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but either way, it's closed now, so we'll never get to find out. Oh man, yeah. yeah. I, gu- oh. I guess she I, I guess she's just too busy trying to destroy America to run her business. <laughs> like did the did the restaurant was it like okay here's your first day here's your apron your your notebook and your glock like did, did, guns are expensive and i think that's illegal so i have to imagine that in order to get in order to get employment there you had to own your own firearm yeah i'm i'm looking at a photo of um of the grill and there's three women who are all um they're wearing short shorts and um one of the women has a shirt that says i am security the second one has a shooter's grill uh shirt and the third one has molan lobby because why wouldn't you have a molan lobby shirt and behind the women is a a cutout of donald trump wearing a maga hat so that's uh make america grill again am i right (laughs) if only only they had done that oh my god if only man yeah it's uh it's all the standard hokey just gun culture nonsense uh, along with uh just uh yeah along with women just wearing it looks like texas roadhouse it's basically the way the uniforms look because it's just blue jeans it's accurate texas roadhouse Yes, yes. Okay. Every, everyone okay. has guns and the stakes are huge and mediocre. Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh so you, maybe they were having fi- financial trouble and you know it probably could have helped them out a bunch of trump bucks. I don't know what the fuck this is. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes yeah, a little peek behind trump the curtains bucks. sometimes when it comes to uh determining what we're going to talk about. I will have uh, Mike and or Sarge send me stuff ahead of time. And what Mike sent me simply said Trump bucks. And I was just like, okay, well, I sort of through context, I can imagine what this is, but I don't actually know. Yeah. So uh, Trump bucks are a scam being run by some grifters, which features a horrifying, uh, the horrifying visage of a colorized Donald Trump. Um, on the front this isn't a crypto no this isn't crypto this is an actual like physical piece of like i guess paper that uh bro it doesn't get it doesn't get less fungible than that am i right guys oh yeah yeah 
Yeah, it is this. Uh, I mean, again, the the image of Trump on the front of this thing is so unprofessional and so crummy that oh my god, um, it's it, it's just garish. The whole thing is a testament to bad taste. And the basically the person or the group that's running it, they've they have all these provisos and disclaimers, and I've now just sent you the horrifying image of the of the thousand dollar bill, where this is just memorabilia for Trump's twenty twenty four campaign and get in and all this kind of stuff. But there's also a subculture of people who are turning this into another Iraqi dinar slash Jasira Nasira scam where these Trump bucks are going to be actually valued at $1,000 a bill once, uh, like, the storm hits. Once <laughs> once, once the event happens, once we've sent all the liberals to Gitmo. Any Trump, day now, you'll get yeah. to kick the football, Charlie Brown. Don't worry. Right. At some ill-defined point in the very near future, these Trump bucks are going to be redeemable for the value they are, the, the face value of them, which is $1,000. So these these bizarre, hideously made, cheap pieces of shit are actually going to be $1,000 a pop. And you can buy them for much less than $1,000 a pop. Um, Surely this isn't like a like an actual Trump thing. No, this is uh, this is a this is some uh, the website lists uh, ClickBank and it says trusted with a little lock secure, and uh, at the top it says please note due to overwhelming popularity shipping may be delayed, and uh, you can indefinitely get... you suck. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee these are made in China, and he's having trouble getting them shipped if he's actually making them at all. Man, so I, I thought I I thought when Mike when Mike said Trump bucks I thought he was referencing like Itchy and Scratchy Land or like Disneyland or, or places like that I didn't know that these were Bison bucks That's much funnier to me that these are Bison bucks <laughs> Yeah I don't know if I think it's cooler that it's some scammers using Trump's image to scam uh, diehard MAGA chuds and like obviously without Trump's permission uh, Oh yeah. So do, do we know? Has so uh, do we know if any of the people that we're tracking are are they biting on this, or are the only people that we have eyes on like part of the scam? Uh, right now, it's only people who are part of the scam. The actual like uh, the, ah, so the, in that way, it, it is like Bitcoin. Bazinga! <laughs> yeah, I have yet to see any of the major QAnon promoters promoting this, like. I found out about this somehow in the wild because I had a uh, I had someone at the at the casino like come up to me and be like, "Hey, have you heard about these Trump bucks?" And then I was just like, "Oh my god!" And I had to go digging into it, and then I found out like, basically, "Hey, have you heard about these Trump bucks? Do you accept these Trump bucks? Take these Trump bucks. I would like a thousand United States dollars, please." <laughs> Yeah, so yep, if you want, you can go to the ClickBank uh website and put in your information and get uh all of your uh, identity stolen. That's yes, you, all, get. You, you can get, get all your identity stolen and you can get a hundred thousand dollar Trump buck bills for only five hundred dollars. I mean you you'd be a fool not to. Oh my god. I mean, <laughs> and, and to pay for that, you just need to go buy gift cards and scratch off the codes on the back and email them to this email address. <laughs> if you get if you get the platinum Trump buck, you get to go on a whimsical competition 
murder competition and maybe meet Trump. You won't meet Trump. You will be murdered. <laughs> yes. Oh. Well, you know, yeah. every, everybody's got their own scam. It's bigger than their own scam. Ron Watkins might be coming back <laughs> to a Trump rally oh. happening in Arizona, I believe. Mike, fill us in. Uh, because yeah. de- de- like secondary or tertiary daddy might be coming home. I guess if well, Q is not supposed to be Rod Watkins, uh, even though it is, then uh, I guess Q would be daddy or, well, Trump would be daddy and then Q would be daddy two. And then Ron Watkins would be daddy three. How gross is listening to you do daddy math? Dude, only as gross as you want to make it, you fucking perv. L isn't asking people to call him daddy or anything like that. This isn't getting into that fetish. I mean, we're just talking about the, the we're talking about the honest fact that QAnon and these people who yearn for an authoritarian rule they have a, a desperate desire for a daddy figure. And L was just going through the literal like holy trinity of QAnon, where you have like the father. Trump, uh, the son, Q, and the Holy Spirit, Ron Watkins on Aid Coon pulling the levers to make it all work. So, yeah, I'm not asking anybody to call me daddy. Who am I? Any woman I've ever met on a dating website in the past decade? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like blinked and that became a very popular thing. And I was just yeah. like, oh no, I'm very uncomfortable. Past. Yeah. <laughs> Hard no. Uh, oh man so anyhow uh ron watkins on his actual telegram page not on the weirdo ron watkins chronicles telegram page uh posted a thing about the save america rally in prescott valley arizona that will be coming up uh in two days um this rally will be happening and it says if you see me or someone from my campaign team please say hi and we will give you campaign merchandise while supplies last and then it has a link to donating to Ron Watkins for Congress and finishes with have a great day and God bless. Cause God runs yeah. mailing it. Into God bless. My God, yeah. Sarge might be able to live his dream. It, oh, like, Sarge, if you, it. All you have to do is go to this rally and you can cop some merch. I want Ron merch so bad. Like, yeah. Oh, it so, uh, so fucking lame. <laughs> oh, uh, well it, it, it's entirely possible that uh, Arizona right wing watch who, uh, has we actually uh, we now have confirmation we have a hate listen because uh, some oh. person some person who was doing like a negative uh, review of Arizona right wing watch uh, quoted uh, a comment that Arizona right wing watch made in her interview with me on the podcast. So we actually have people like doing like oppo research of their enemies by listening to us. So like, oh, that's, fuck, you, yeah. you know what would really show us if they donated twenty dollars a month to our Patreon. Oh yes. yeah, all the yeah, all yeah. the stuff where we talk the secret shit on right. Yeah, yeah, our bonus content, uh, our bonus content is full of secret nuggets that you could get us with, and for you, listener, a special price of twenty dollars. Right for you, no, they, for they, everybody they, else, it's five. But if you're a right. listener, it's twenty. We, you make it we just finished two thousand mules, and it totally flummoxed us. Dinesh was a hundred percent right, but you'll have to pay to hear us say that. Right, and, uh, and, all, and, and also at one point we get on the phone with George Soros and we start sweating. We're explaining to George how we don't know. We don't know how we can deal with Dinesh's undeniable truth. We need better talking points. And George gets really mad at us and starts yelling at us. You can hear Lady Gaga in the background. It's it's terrifying. I mean, if you are a deep state shill, which we are, it's it's bad times. So, yeah. And we, and we talked directly to Hillary Clinton's adrenochrome dealer. 
Yes, yes. They, but again, all behind the paywall. Oh, I'm yeah, so just, sorry. Just, just shilling over you, goons. It's too early for that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, I definitely want lame-ass Ron merch that is going to age but remember, so though, well. we, we talked about this. It's the sort of thing that you, you would have to like keep to yourself and only appreciate yourself because mm-hmm. it would be impossible to tell anybody that you're doing it ironically. So like, yeah. if you display that, it would be just bad times for you. So yeah, people, that, people that would you would know need to like stuff that you would need to like have that like tucked away in like a secret like drawer or something just for you, and then at some point your your partner will discover it and just be like, "What the fuck is this?" And just be like, oh, "It's not what it looks like. It's ironic." <laughs> she she would know because she knows about the pod. It would be like anyone, yeah. If I like my parents, just be like, "What's this? Who's this?" And they'd be yeah. like, "We too love Rod Watkins," and, and you'd be like, like "No." Oh, no. <laughs> You, the you see, timeline. You secretly find out that people are pilled. This is the ultimate payout. Oh, yeah, oh, dude. Maybe maybe a Rod Watkins bumper sticker is like the glasses that they live, and then it just yeah. sort of like a, 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 awakens you to the horror of how many people around you are just like cretins. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right now it's the Gadstone flag, and let's go, Brandon. Oh, I, I swear! It, like uh, daily, I have somebody at the casino with like a "Let's Go Brandon" shirt or hat somewhere. It's just like one person just shambles in and just has to let people know I don't like Joe Biden in a tongue-in-cheek way. Ha ha! You suppose it's... somewhere in our country, there's like a liberal family that happened to live in like the Midwest or whatever, and their son Brandon was like very into like school sports, and they were <laughs> frequently they just cheering him on with like big banners and stuff, and then all of a sudden they had to put all their fun shit away because conservatives have ruined it for them they're like right on let's go brandon and you're just like no we mean our son and they're just like yeah we don't like colored people either it's like no <laughs> shut up we <laughs> uh, let's go brandon thanks we could we didn't want to bring our clan banner to this this uh high school football game right yeah Oh, so uh, checking the Ron Watkins Chronicles uh, page, the last thing he posted was five days ago on July 15th. And it's just a shot of like some nightmare section of Arizona at like at at, like dusk and the sky is just red and there's clouds everywhere. And it just looks like it basically looks like the start of every post-apocalyptic nightmare movie you've ever seen. And Ron's just like, here's where I'm campaigning on the literal surface of Mars. It's just like, uh, well, hey, Mar- hey, Ron, I-, I hope that a lot of Martians are voting for you. I was doing uh, all of his campaigning in a green screen, like in front of his computer. He hasn't even left his house. He's like, here's here's me shaking shake hands with the wonderful people of, uh, I don't know, California. It's just him like shaking his like Ray I.W. doll's hand. But she's like wearing a glove, but still pretty obvious. I forgot he was hiding in the desert. I forgot, like when last our we checked in on our noble hero, our noble hero, he was off hiding in the desert. We think maybe. Uh that's that's the thing is that literally there there's two theories on what where where Ron is. Either he's hiding in the desert, or like literally all that shit was like stuff that he did earlier, and he has fled the country in order to avoid the subpoena from the one six committee. So. He's either back in Japan and pretending to be campaigning or he's campaigning, but aggressively off the grid so that 
like the person who's been sent to Arizona to physically hand him the subpoena for the one six committee can't find him either way. It's really hard to win a campaign for elected office when you're, when like the fundamental principle of what you're doing is avoid a subpoena, stay off the grid. So, yeah. I, and like, if you're elected, <laughs> uh, if he gets elected or even wins the primary, he's going to have to come out of his hole and then, they're going to get you because if you're doing this much to avoid uh, testifying, be like we'd like to have a word, please. Thank you very much. And then if you get elected, like, uh, guess what? Then you extra get to testify and probably get arrested. I don't know. I, I just love the idea of him accidentally winning the Republican nomination and literally having to campaign from Japan the entire time because he just doesn't want to be in America. It'd be so great. The Republicans did did anybody like, have eyes on Rod Watkins uh, the other day when the Hoover Dam started exploding? Oh, that's a good one. He is. <laughs> does, it, does anybody have eyes on Rod? Idiot and terrorist. What? Like, do we know anything more about that? There was an explosion at the Hoover Dam, but. Oh, I'm sure QAnon knows what's up. Dealt with it. It was dealt with, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, so, like, the official story is just that... Um... You want to talk about a wave coming. Here we go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um... it, it, it starts with Rod Watkins blowing up the Hoover Dam. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, the, the official story, like, the lying government would tell you about is uh, it was a transformer fire and that it didn't have any impact on the uh, on the power on the ability of the Hoover Dam to deliver power to its constituents but QAnon knows better uh because uh they started doing the decodes cuz obviously they did oh right uh one thing that happened uh, recently was uh the fake Q on Truth Social who's uh like is he exist- still posting yeah, he's still posting. He's just he's just living his best life. Again, when Q when real came when real Q came back on Aid Kun, Truth Social Q was like, you know what? Fuck it. I can just go I can just go hog here because like I can just hide behind the screen of hey, real Q's posting over there. What I'm posting ain't anything. Sexy Daddy Q came back and little right. yeah. little so- baby Q. Yeah, yeah, fake pretend baby Q daddy uh, got to uh, just like live, live his best life of being a giant dum dum, and so Q did this thing. Uh, Truth Social Q did this thing where he posted a uh, a queen from a deck of poker cards because it has a Q on it, obviously, and and this got uh, QAnon again all in a tizzy because anything from anyone makes them all like hot and bothered. And basically there was uh, the, the version of the queen that was regular. And then there was the version of the queen that had a w- that was winking. And someone made this like weird, uh, like graphic of the differences between the two faces. And it was like this odd looking image. And someone was like, Hey Q, like, what does this all mean? And uh, Truth Social Q replied about how it was a uh, turtle eye, which is the term he used to describe it. And after he said that, uh, QAnon followers started looking into um, the word turtle in Trump's old tweets. And they found a misspelling 
of the word turtle and they found the word uh, dam where Trump was yelling about releasing the damn vaccines, but he spelled it as in uh, an actual dam, not as in like the condemnation from God of damning someone. I, I see. And they were like, oh shit. Uh, uh, Truth Social Q talked about turtles right before the Hoover Dam exploded and if you find this tweet from Trump in 2018, turtle and dam are in it. So obviously Truth Social Q was like pointing out the Hoover Dam was going to be attacked days before it happened. Clearly. Yeah, I mean, and that's just It it was definitely an attack and not like outdated equipment overstressed by Everybody knows how updated Hoover Dam's equipment is. Famously, yeah. Well, when I yeah. think of Hoover Dam, I'm just like, man, state of the art. Oh. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, basically, this I mean, this is the kind of unbelievably aggressive straw grasping that these people do. And then when you look at them and you're like, bro, you're out of your fucking mind. What are you talking about? They just get, I, I can't believe you don't see it. Why, why do why do you, why will you normally just not wake up when it's all right in front of you? It's, it's just the, the. Well, that's a good question, Mike. Why, why won't you wake up when the truth is right in front of you? That's right. I've been pilled. Uh, the river <laughs> dam is what did it. Uh, it's also obvious to me now. I, yeah, that's, we were talking before and I was just like, I'm so fucking pilled. Don't tell Mike. And- <laughs> <laughs> yes, guys, like, I'm oh. secretly super pilled. I had to wow. tell somebody. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a twist, wait, wait, which is going to make the the next segment uh, so so much more exciting for me now that I'm fully pilled. Because it's time for us to get into our glorious headlines for the week. Mike, hit that glorious headline bump. From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. Do my finger gun. Pew pew pew. It's the news. Bah, bah, bah. Uh, Okay, so Airhorn-worthy news headline of the week, Chop the Pops. It is Bannon. He's finally on trial, I guess. Is it an actual trial? I haven't been keeping up with this at all. Yeah, it's a big boy trial. And his 87th time trying to get it pushed back did not work. Yes. And our, listener, and our listeners week to week will just be like, but L, haven't you already talked about this once or twice on the podcast? And I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> and that would be the end of that. And, 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 and much like you two, they would wait for more, and they would not get it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, yeah. for me, the listener, and uh, me again, I guess, uh, what, what's going on in the Bannon trial? Now that it's finally kicked off. Okay, so basically what happened was uh, after all kinds of flailing and grasping at straws and desperate attempts to delay this thing, uh, Bannon's trial... Uh, jury selection began and then the jury was they obtained the jury and then after the jury was obtained bannon's lawyers then requested a month-long delay because of the whole fact that the judge told them all the all those defenses you were going to use you can't fucking use them because you'd just be lying to the jury and we don't allow that and so after uh after they after they asked for a month delay the judge was like, no, you're not getting a month delay. And then his um, lawyers were like, how about three to five days? And then the judge was, and then from what I read, basically the judge was like, I'll consider it. And then literally the next report I saw was the trial has started. The first witness has been called. Opening statements have been given. The first witness is going to be called. So it was just like, I guess the judge really didn't consider it that hard because, uh, yeah, 
he was like, nope, you're done. We're, we're just going right to this. And the prosecution's case is literally he fucking did it. And the defense, uh, I again, like, because this is one of those, this is in a federal court, so there's no live cameras, and you're having people like basically running out of the courtroom and giving you oh, snippets. reporting back. Yeah, reporting back. Yay, so, yay. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, basically, um, what they said was, uh, after a restart, so I don't know how, what like shit Bannon's uh, attorneys tried that like the judge like slapped them down for. But after a restart, basically they're just going straight for jury nullification because they have no other case. Like the Bannon's lawyers were like, "Look, look, look! This this uh, committee got impaneled, but a lot of Republicans voted against this committee. So is this committee really legitimate?" And it's like, "Come on, bro! Like, what are we even doing here?" And so, like, um, the I had previously stated that uh, the prosecution was going to call uh, one witness for to testify. I, I was wrong. They are going to call two. And basically, the first witness is just going to explain how the committee was formed and that they subpoenaed Bannon. And the second witness is just there to say, yeah, Bannon got the subpoena. And, and this, is, this is what we did. And this is how he reacted to it. And that's that. So, and they might, they My might. God, case of the century. Yeah, they might call a third witness. So like that might be so uh this the the prosecution I they're probably going to be done with their case today or tomorrow and then it will be up to Bannon's lawyers to throw shit at a wall for as long as they can because again like he wanted to call Pelosi to testify, the judge told him to fuck off like and and the thing that's like really funny is that basically every time they leave the courtroom, Bannon just gets in front of a microphone and it's just like, this bullshit sucks. And I'm going to tear this whole thing down and I'm being persecuted. And this is all a bunch of horse hockey. And I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to drag him through the mud. Like you read about, and then he gets in the court and he's just quiet. Like they, they said that like Bannon's just sitting in his chair. He's not taking notes. He's like rocking back and forth. Rarely he talks to his lawyers, but I mean, cause like they all know, they all know he's pulling, he's, he's pulling the Alex Jones. He's just like super bombastic. And then when he's actually factually confronted, he's like, Oh, uh, I never thought there'd be consequences for my actions. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's just sitting there in the, he's just sitting there in the court, just uh, eating shit. Cause there's really nothing he can do. Uh, like, except just listen to the, listen to the one or two witnesses against him. Just be like, yeah, this guy broke the law. Because he's, like, he's he's on trial for not appearing to a, a subpoena, right? And so the the evidence is, did you give him the subpoena? Was he duly notified? And they're like, yes. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he's on. He's he, it's two counts: one for failing to appear, and one for failing to provide documents. So that's those are the two counts that he's being charged with. It turns and, out, I think those are pretty easy to prove, one way or the other. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like uh, as 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 everyone is as every uh, like not a lawyer uh, legal expert on Twitter has pointed out, like the the prosecutor in the opening statement should have been like, "Hey, everyone on this jury, did you think you had an option not to attend jury duty? I, I didn't think so. Guess what? When the state compels you to do something, you got to fucking do it. That's what Bannon's here for. He thinks he's better than you. Fuck him. So yeah, I mean, it's just like that. That's it. I mean, this is the thing." Oh, and the other bit of good news that I found from somebody was they said, because I thought he could potentially get probation or something for this shit. 
each count carries a minimum of a month in jail. So he's looking at two months to two years for, after he's convicted. So enjoy time in jail, asshole. That's basically I it. mean, that would be amazing if one of these chungos actually saw some jail time. But I mean, but like, who who cares if he ends up spending like nine months in club fed or whatever? Yeah, I mean, it like if he's actually convicted of a felony and does some jail time, I guess that's something. But you're you're not. But the problem is is that like even even if it's like yeah, send a message that it's not okay or whatever. It's only a message if people pay attention and care. I don't think I don't think the general public is doing either of those things. I feel like most people at this point are like Steve, who who man? No, it's just a. Sickos over here, like yeah, he's actually doing jail time, and then every you're not wrong. Everyone else is like, yeah, okay, so what? It's like there's so many there were there are so many players at this stuff that it's like are only really gets if you are like if you have your finger on the pulse of it. That I'm sure, like your average American, just like they don't they don't know who that person is or care. They're just like who what. I, no. I think more people know who Steve Bannon is, unfortunately, than like say Dinesh D'Souza. But sure, but I think the uh, the number is also still not like dramatically high, right? Yeah, it's just like you're like, you're, like he's, he seems like he seems like he'd be pretty far down on the list of Trump cronies the average person would know about. Yeah, like, I think about that every now and again. I'm like, how how much of this stuff that I'm like, well, everyone knows about that, and like, how much do people actually everybody know about it, or am I just on a an anti-QAnon podcast every week. But then again, what do you think the over-under is on people knowing if you were just like, hey, do you know who uh, do you know who the president was like, like you know, three years ago? And then I go, oh, it was Donald Trump, of course. You're just like, all right, cool. Uh, do you know who the vice president was under Donald Trump three years ago? What do you think the over-under is on people knowing the answer to that question? Oh, I, think I think it's surprisingly low. Like oh, the number okay. of people I- that... Mike Pence was the vice president. Yeah, just literally uh, name Mike Pence. This was three years ago. Tell me, tell me who Trump's vice president was. I'm not sure that like the amount of people you would want would know the answer to that. I, I'm gonna put it at like 65. percent I'm thinking that that's probably where he'd rate. I mean, I just think 60, that that, honestly, if this was that Drew Carey game show and 65 percent was the number that was proposed to me, I would, I would be, I would probably under that one. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, hmm. I like you're you're making me really think about it. And so for the uh, most part, I'm just saying that like do, do, like I want all of these fucks to see jail time. I just don't think it's going to be like a that, that that's more like I genuinely think they should be paying for their crimes unless that I think it's really going to move the needle on anything. I mean, I guess the best you can hope for is that if Steve Bannon sees jail time, it turns up the heat, if only slightly, on people that he may have been like palling around with that are higher up on the ladder that might just be like oh man maybe they're coming for me next yeah i wish it was a more serious charge so we could get bannon there's a there was a better chance that bannon would flip and like say name some names uh oh yeah oh, oh it would be great but i but the other thing is is bannon's like a true believer he's like a total nut who wants a fascist government so i don't know what it would take to like kind of break him from that worldview and to put him into like save my own ass mode. The only thing I would say like to L's point about like, who is Steve Bannon? Is it as at the very least like political wonks and people who know this politics stuff would, they would know who Bannon is and they would understand that. Whereas like in the QAnon world, like your prosecutions, like the, the Durham investigation, he's going to bring the whole house of cards down. Like, 
for all the, for all the people who don't know who Steve Bannon is, Jesus fucking Christ, does nobody know who Michael Sussman is or who who who, who Igor uh, Dinchenko is? And I probably sp- got the last name right wrong on how to say that, but it's like the the people that Durham is going after that's got QAnon all hot and bothered. Oh my God! Like you could never in a million years, no one could name these people. Like Bannon might have like five, maybe ten percent name recognition in America, but. Michael Sussman. Oh my! If that guy was at one yeah, percent, imagine if the like imagine if anyone uh, like from the liberal side of things of like roughly like equivalent renown and influence as Steve Bannon even got served a subpoena. How like for 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 like the QAnon squad? Imagine how badly they'd be spiking that football. They're like, oh, the subpoena—it's happening! <laughs> oh my god, some like D-list player got a subpoena. Whoa! <laughs> oh yeah, they they were freaking out that Robbie Mook testified at the Sussman trial. That was their win. That that guy came in as a witness because he ran Hillary's campaign in 2016. They were like, "Oh shit, this guy had to testify." Was he charged? Did anything happen to him? Nobody testified. It's like, not oh my even god, a little really. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh my god, like really? That's your idea of victory? Is like a guy giving testimony to somebody else? case where that nobody got acquitted I mean, that's your idea of a win holy shit yeah bar so low it's on the floor yes but, oh but, my god I mean, and then like you know i'm sure if you confronted them about the goalpost changing they would just be like no way man goals always been the same as it always was and it's just like great what a self-owed this is always what you've been waiting for tiny little victories like this like yeah some some mid-level idiot testified at this even lower level idiots like trial for doing a thing oh my god <laughs> <laughs> and again, that lower, that even lower level, it was acquitted almost immediately. The jury, the jury ordered lunch, then came back with an acquittal. It wasn't even a, it wasn't even a tough case to kick out of court. The jury laughed at it, and that's their win. That was what they were so amped up about for years. Uh, this is so wild. <laughs> well, okay, I guess we will, we will certainly keep, uh, keep this here Bannon trial uh, on our radar. And uh, talk about it further if anything comes of it up to it, including this joker going to prison, uh, where yeah. we will spike the football and we will deserve to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like ne- next week, we'll probably be talking about his conviction because, the tr- like, again, the prosecution's case is going to end today or tomorrow. And I... I mean, what the fuck is Bannon going to put up for a defense? Like, who's going to go, who's going to go on the stand to defend Steve Bannon from a crime he committed? Is he going to is he going to testify? That would be hilarious if Bannon Steve, got on the stand. Steve Bannon's oh going to turn into the the shitbag A team. Steve Bannon convicted of a crime he totally committed. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. So again, unless they got a few jurors on the on the on the jury that are totally pilled, uh, yeah, we'll probably be talking about how. Steve Steve Bannon's totally fucked next week, and that'll be great. Wow, Mike, that that it sounds like what you're describing there is a speedy trial. Speaking of speedy trials, a judge recently just ordered that Elon Musk v. Twitter must be started speedily in October versus uh, not speedily February when Elon Musk and his people wanted it to happen. Uh, Mike, explain explain further what's going on in the the, the ongoing legal turmoil between. Uh, sometimes Q anon hero sometimes can you <laughs> Q anon devil elon musk he could be your angle or your devil yes <laughs> 
So our boy Elon, uh, his lawyers, uh, what, what, what's so funny about all of this is that QAnon's always talking about, oh, Discovery's going to bring the house down. Twitter's so scared of this lawsuit. They don't want the smoke from Elon. They don't want uh, our base daddy to come at them. And Twitter's like, we want to go to trial now. We want to go to trial yesterday. Immediately. Like, get this thing going now. And Elon's the one going, hey, slow your roll, slow your roll, simmer down. We, we need to take our time about this. We and as L stated, I although I think uh, Elon actually wanted to go all the way out to April of 2023 for this. So like like Elon was trying to push this back a mile, and uh, Twitter was trying to get this to start in September. And from everything that I read from any legal scholar who isn't hosting a QAnon podcast, the gist of it was that. Twitter is making had Twitter has the case and and their case is very simply Elon agreed to buy our company um and he and and now he's refusing to do so and one of Twitter's lawyers said Elon refuses to take yes for an answer like we literally we made this deal with Elon and we've signed the documents and now Elon's like, wait, 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 wait. Just because I said I was buying Twitter, it didn't mean I was buying Twitter. I mean, holy shit, guys, calm down, calm down. And Twitter's just like he's doing harm to us, all the shit he's posting on our on our platform and everything he's saying in the media damages us. He's acting uh in a malicious way against our company and we need resolution to this ASAP and we would prefer that resolution to be he owns Twitter now because we want that sweet, sweet $44 billion. It's yours now. No tixie backsies. Right. You you own this thing and we get our pile of money. We, as the kids would say, get the bag. So. And I, was... I, love how, I love how like Elon's big complaint is he's just like, again, we've talked about this on the pod before, but he's just like, hey. The, like they, they underrepresented the amount of uh, fake accounts they have. And Twitter's just like, A. We've always said that it's probably higher than what we anticipate. And B, that's immaterial to you purchasing the company. You waived your due diligence, idiot. Like, you were just like, hey, I'll just buy it, sight unseen, let's do this. And then you saw it with your sight, and we're just like, well, wait a minute. No, I like, you know. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Sight unseen, that's just like an expression, right? It's like, no. It, it literally, you, you did not look at it, and now you own it. Congratulations, dumb dumb. Right. W- welcome to the housing market, asshole. You got to pay 30000 over asking with no inspection. That's how, that's how you own a social media platform these days. They're, 
they're they're a tough commodity to just get easy. So yeah, the, yeah. A, an established one, no less. Like right. Twitter's yeah, and also, you're 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 rich and powerful, and you've and, and, you know you've got you've got cash, and uh, and women are falling all over you, and you have like nine kids or whatever. So like certainly. Certainly, you could just absorb this hit. Just go ahead and buy a Twitter. You said you were going to do it. Just do it. Just do it. And while you're at it, give me one million United States dollars. <laughs> one hundred million. He's a, he's a billionaire. No, no we're, 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 I, see, I'm not even trying to milk him. I just want what's fair. One million United States dollars for me for nothing. Yeah, I guess I'm, actually, sh- I'm in the in the process of blackmailing him by saying I'll stop talking about his deformed penis. And, and listeners, yeah, we saw the gross pictures of Elon and him getting hosed down. We decided not to really talk. Yeah, about I, I want. I wanted to prove to Elon how serious I was about my offer to stop talking about his deformed penis because we had we had we had a little discussion prior to the the recording of the show as to whether or not we were even going to talk about those gross photos of him that came out, and we decided no because there was no news to them other than the fact that he does not look good, which we already <laughs> know. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Like, as we also mentioned, the, 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 if, you, if we want those photos, we have the old pre-hair plug Elon photos to look at. So, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah so, so, simply busting on Elon Musk for not looking good. That's that's not that's not a win for anybody. It's 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 punching down because it's like obvious slow hanging fruits, all that dumb shit. Uh, but in addition, but the, the penis thing is different. He is the one who opened the Pandora's box of somebody should be able to ID his penis immediately from a brief yeah. uh, right. unwanted exposure, also known as a crime. Also, there's yes. a, a criminal move. But. <laughs> yes, you, a- anyone who has even seen my penis for a second should be able to just be able to give an incredibly accurate anatomical description of said penis because it is horrifying. It is the Medusa yeah. of penises. Yeah. Like when, when I was impregnating Grimes, she had to wear sunglasses in order to avoid being turned to stone during the procreation process because my penis is just that foul so yes or, or, or maybe or maybe it's just like impossible maybe it's cool but in a way no one would believe so like no, no one would try to describe it it's just like i think it was like clockwork mechanical like that bad guy in hellboy did you ever see that movie i think it looked like that like i don't get it like it had like gears and stuff it looked like you had to wind it up but it seemed like it would work just fine if you did i don't understand it it's very bizarre uh, sounds right <laughs> I'm now imagining the golden army as Elon's phallus, and that is <laughs> incredible. Like, yeah, he, he, Grimes gets mad at him, shatters his penis, it slowly reforms. The cogs and gears all start reattaching themselves magically. It's just, it's just yeah. really interesting. It, it, what is it? Was it was it Guillermo del Toro has designed uh, Elon Musk's speed? Yes, yes. He has it in a note. No, so someone showed him the shape of water dildo, and Guillermo del Toro responded. Well, that's not what it looks like. Meaning, he definitely has drawings of that fish penis. So <laughs> he, uh, he's a master of his craft. Anyway, so so like this this is definitively a win for Twitter. Um, do we know why exactly? I know that they need to get it done quickly for a reason, but I haven't delved too deeply into the story. Yeah, uh, I mean, you gotta you gotta get on it fast so that they can, uh, you know, not not also it behooves them so he can't just drag it out and build this like ridiculous defense that 
no one will buy but you know i mean i suppose but uh, like i I could have sworn i mean this is this is what i get for bringing it up when i don't have it because of course i don't why would i but i could have sworn that there was another more concrete reason why they wanted to get it done like there was some sort of like like a, like a filing clock or something that they were on where oh, they, bet, they needed to get is. it done before then oh yeah. oh th- 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 on that on that subject it's like basically like when the deal has to be closed by and they don't want elon to run the clock out on that and then be like well the deal wasn't finalized so now i don't own it i don't know it like boom like yeah that like that th- I, now i remember that that was the like the other big payoff was that Basically, they're accusing Elon of trying to stall this litigation out to like the like beyond where the contract was supposed to be finalized, and then Elon was just like, "Oh, guess we couldn't finalize the contract. Guess it's invalid now. Guess I don't owe you any money. Waka waka." And Elon just like slinks away, like he runs off where like where like he leaves behind like a cartoon outline of smoke from where he previously was. And then he gets onto his poorly designed submarine to try to save children that wouldn't work and then calls you a pedophile if you get mad about that submarine. <laughs> so, yeah. No, yeah. And, and his silhouette of smoke looks like it was drawn by Rob Lee Field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, th- thankfully, I guess that means that we get to stop talking about Elon Musk and or his deformed peen for the, the time being. Uh, but, of course, this, this story is going to be ongoing. So we'll have to revisit it. Uh, as more developments unfold, but it, it was it was that, segments like that that uh, show that we are not journalists. We are a comedy news show, and both comedy and news are in quotation marks. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on to our next bit of comedy headline news, uh, which is to say that some uh, QAnon nut bar has apparently ascended to office in Maryland, I believe, or is ascending to office in Maryland. Anyway, his name is Cox, which is funny. So let's talk about Cox. <laughs> I, I was stunned that we didn't segue from Elon Peen to Cox in a smoother, more... Uh... It all so, felt so natural. Yes. Uh, so uh, basically in uh, Maryland, you have this guy, Larry Hogan, who is in a lot of ways like their version of, uh, Miss, of uh, Charlie Baker, the governor of my commonwealth where they're just this boring, milquetoast Republican, and they kind of govern as a Democrat. But because they got that R next to their name and they're kind of liberal, everyone likes them because they, they they are a popular Republican, and that's a good thing. So um, Hogan was like, hey, you know, I'm going to – I'm term limited. I'm going to dip out, and I would like my uh, – I would like this uh, boring, milquetoast um, – other Republican that fits this mold to uh, replace me. And the Republican primary voters looked at the options and said, no, fuck you. We're going to vote for Dan Cox, who is a election, who is, is an election denying lunatic who has spoken at a QAnon rally. So this guy is, and, and the thing about this is um, there was a, uh, there was a poll um, a, a, a little while before this, and well, a poll and a Cox. We'll slow yes. down this, champ. Yeah, I know we're we're working really blue here. Holy shit! But um, this um, this campaign, this guy, the poll came out, and it was saying that like uh, Cox is up eight points over uh, Hogan's. Yeah, I bet it is. Oh, hell yes! Oh, yeah. 
and people were like, "Oh, this is bullshit." It was a it was a poll like that was it's it's not reputable. Um, and I'm also uh, one of my favorite things that just drives me up a wall here is that so many people talk about, "Oh, those Democrats, they're just trying to like prop up the most extreme candidates because they think they'll be easier to beat in the general election, but they're playing with fire because if these lunatics win the general, then you have a nut winning the, winning the election." So. Like this is the Democrats' fault, and people were like claiming the Democrats were like promoting that poll about uh, about Cox being up eight points, and it turned out he's won by uh, seventeen points. So he won in an even bigger, more impressive landslide than um, the polling showed. And Cox was also endorsed by Donald Trump. So this, Super. yeah. So this Trump guy, loves Cox confirmed. Yes. Oh, what, oh God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when I, when I think Trump, I think Cox. Or is it when I think Cox, I think Trump? Yeah, right, mm. exactly. Um, in 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 uh in October, uh, in October of 2020, so right before the presidential election, uh, Dan Cox uh, tweeted out: "Biden is dark and oppressed. Will lock us in our homes. President Trump is upbeat and hopeful. I will defend the Constitution, the White House, and our president at real Donald Trump from all threats, foreign and domestic. Will you hashtag Dark Winter, hashtag Tom Clancy, hashtag The Division, hashtag USA, hashtag Where We Go One, We Go All? Division? Who is he fucking sponsored? Like, yeah, I know. Hashtag Ubisoft. <laughs> Man, yeah, someone left let Ubisoft know because holy shit! What they, they they know what they're doing? They they make video games based off of Tom Clancy novels. Yeah, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of fucking like college educated liberals out there reading Tom Clancy on the like just on their off time. Probably not. That's that, that series has to be just like hoorah American military porn, right? And then he stuck yeah. into the Russian compound and he killed like 40 guys by himself fair-handed. It was crazy. You don't even know. He saw the snake. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, someone replied to this post and says, this seems unhinged. Are you, sir? And uh, Dan replied, no, I'm not an anti-Trump free speech absolutionist Tianon like you, if that's your question. I have no I have no idea what he thinks Tianon is, which is like super bizarre. Uh, uh, Wait, free speech absolutionist or abolitionist? Absolutionist, TNR. What the fuck does that mean? I have no idea. I'm super confused. If you were a free speech absolutist or whatever, wouldn't that mean that you, wouldn't that put you in Elon Musk's camp? Yeah, just just like, I'm going to buy Twitter so that people could say the N word on Twitter because the Constitution says that you could say the N word. (laughs) <laughs> or whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, because or he's just like, you know, I feel like Twitter should be used as a platform to dismiss the identity of trans people because that's what the constitution, the constitution totally—that's what they were accounting for when they made the free speech laws. I'm the same way that they I were, come from a long line of oppressing black people, and I want everyone to have that opportunity. That's that's what they had in mind with their free speech when they also were writing it. They're just like, you know, in the future. I bet that it's going to be pretty easy to get like a like a semi-automatic rifle that could kill like dozens, if not hundreds, of people in a pretty short span. So we should make sure that we write it here that everybody can have whatever guns they want at all times. Yeah. Oh, sorry, that wasn't when the but that wasn't when the document was originally made up. That 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 came later. That was an amendment. <laughs> that was a little bit later. <laughs> that was, that was, no. that, they were like, oh, geez, we missed it. This thing was so fundamental, we forgot it. Oops. Whoops. <laughs> 
Now, I, no, it wasn't. It wasn't the original ten. We, the first ten were right there when they made it. So yeah, it, it was. It was. It was baked into the pie from the jump. So yeah, uh, freedom in America forever, always. Although now we're doing this thing where yeah, if it was. If it, 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 hey, the word abortion isn't in the Constitution, so abortions are illegal. But like arms was so arms means AR fifteen. So I can oh. I, I can somehow. Uh, straddle both sides of that, and it'll be totally okay. So, um, oh, that all makes sense. Everything. Oh, yep. God, absolutely, all makes sense. One hundred percent. One hundred percent makes it all make sense. You know, I, you know I, what makes America America? Guns and free speech. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, there's a bill uh, working its way through North Carolina right now where uh, you are allowed to kill in defense of a fetus. Their 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 Democrat governor will veto it, but. Basically, the bill just says you're allowed to shoot an abortion doctor, and if you uh, like, just say, "Hey, I was trying to save a fetus's <laughs> life." Seems good. According, according to the bill, totally okay. So, uh, just like, "Hey, America!" Like, just little, little, little warning for you. Little, little light there. Uh, we got Mastroni in uh, Pennsylvania, who's 100 QAnon. We got this guy in Maryland who's not going to win because, again. Maryland and these we have these blue states that just do the governor Republican governor thing it's a weird like tick of the state like here in Massachusetts no Democrat worth worth piss would ever run to be the governor of Massachusetts because we have like just not we don't even have super majorities in the state legislature we have omni majorities there's like maybe a dozen Republicans between the House and the Senate. It's, like, ridiculous. So if you're the governor, you're just the bitch of the state Congress. Like, they just literally say, hey, here's the bill for you to sign. Sign it. And if you don't sign it, they'll override your veto because you ha- they, they control everything. Like, in Massachusetts, um, we don't have our governors go to jail for corruption. We had three straight speakers of the House go to jail for corruption because that's who you were bribing to get shit done in this state. So it's just like one of these things where, hey, yeah, we'll have a Republican governor, whatever. You got to have you got to have someone watching the hen house so the liberals don't go too crazy. But uh, Maryland's not going to vote for this QAnon guy. So uh, smash cut to this November. Cox, governor of Maryland. Who knew? But now I that's that that's that's never going to happen. This guy's going to get crushed. So uh, good job, Republican primary voters. Thank you for picking an absolute lunatic who will crash and burn spectacularly in the general election. And uh, I hope this happens more and more to uh, the Republican Party as they just further like just tie themselves to QAnon and its madness and hopefully just make themselves more and more un- unelectable to the uh, general public. Yeah. I, for, I, for one salute their desire to ram through Cox. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get it? Cause his name, it sounds like penis. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> as, as, speaking of things that sound like genitals, let's get to our big bag, our big mail bag. Oh, right. Yes. That, that was what you were talking about. Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. The nice big bag to go with our Cox coverage. (laughs) (laughs) After we we were talking about Elon Musk's um, clockwork phallus. So, yeah. Yeah. Elon Musk's clockwork phallus. Welcome to the the Three Children podcast. (laughs) That's right. Three that's, adult that's, sheet that's never getting made. Elon Musk's clockwork phallus. Oh, I thought you were about to say the three children podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, oh man, it's yeah. just called Three Kids. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let, let, let's solve our uh, our listeners' burning questions. Let, let, okay. Let's fix what's burning our sack. <laughs> yes. So, uh, Burger King, which is a reference to another Trump misspelling, which has been a decoded by so many people. Uh, Burger King asks, uh, has new Q uh, flamed out uh, since uh, Watkins got busted so quickly and handily? Um, I The thing about Jim Watkins, it really feels like to me, is that he's the kind of guy that would just like tweet through it if he thought he could. He doesn't feel like a man who has a lot of shame or the ability to like really care about like literally having the curtain pulled out from in front of him and being exposed as a wizard of Oz. So he, um, I I don't think he's, I don't think he's stopping for that reason. I don't know why Jim stopped. I mean, I I think maybe the only thing that might've hurt him was the fact that he got so much actual in his face, visceral backlash on eight coon itself, because like, QAnon proper on all the social medias was just like, hey, everything's going great. Uh, Q's posting. We're our daddy's home. Life's good. We're living the dream. It's it's all wonder. It's all rainbows and unicorns. But like on actual eight coon, like literally everyone was like, oh my god, Jim's Q, that dumb dumb. Oh, he gave away the game. Oh, Jim, you stupid moron. You must feel so stupid for exposing yourself as Q. You idiot. So. Like, I kind of feel like that might have been what, like, made Jim go, oh, God, I I can't do this anymore. Because he just got it, like, shoved in his face so hard that he posted his cue. And because the thing is, is, like, like, I mean, maybe he could, like, go to, like, the the secret message board that they set up explicitly for Q to post on that I don't think (laughs) Q ever used. But, like... if like if if he posts in the wild the way the Q drops usually got posted, I feel like it would be one of those things where like immediately the whole thread was just people dunking on Jim again. And I just think he doesn't want to do that. He just doesn't want to go through the shit of like commenting on the one six hearings and then uh, getting like dunked on by everybody on the forums just like mocking him. So I, I so uh, congratulations, Aid Controls, uh, you've killed Q. And for that, that's the only good service you've ever done for the world ever. Yeah, so, yeah, you, you you killed this thing or you created. What what a what a hero! Yeah, celebrate yes. your glory. It's it, it's like Avengers: Age of Ultron all over again. <laughs> yeah. I think about that. I was just thinking about that the other day. It's like, man, everyone's just like, "Hey, Tony, don't make the big evil robot." And Tony's like, "Fuck it, I'm making a big evil robot." <laughs> He's like, "Dude, I do what I want. I'm fucking Iron Man, bitch. What are you talking about?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, I made a robot that wants to end the world. Who could have foreseen this? Uh, literally all of us, Tony. Literally all of us. We all told you not to do that. Yeah, so, yeah. but well, I mean, they should have known what they were getting because of his famous catchphrase, I'm fucking Iron Man, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I believe, remember, remember when, uh, when Thanos sent a couple of members of the Black Order down to attack New York and he like dramatically walked up to them and he hit the button on his chest and like the suit started nan- nano materialize all over him and he was like, I'm fucking Iron Man, bitch. Everybody's <laughs> like, cool oh, song. he said it. He said the lie. Played licensed music. <laughs> Thanos God. is like, like, I, like, I am inevitable. It goes to snap and then it cuts to Tony Stark revealed to have secretly stolen all of the Infinity Gems and he goes, I'm fucking Iron Man, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> 
this is this is our this is our rated R cut of all of the MCU movies. It's, yeah, everything it's... is identical except Tony Stark as Iron Man is constantly just saying a fucking Iron Man. Bit. <laughs> just, Tony Tony Stark just basically just can't stop dropping f bombs. It becomes a massive character trait. Yeah, there's just like there, there's all sorts of ADR lines for it too. Just like apropos of nothing, when other people are doing stuff around the the Avengers Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> it's just and then and then Saul's just like Hulk have you seen the size of my penis and it's like wow this is oh god like the, the Iron Man seem, one seems much better in comparison well Iron Man was already making funny jokes about hide the zucchini remember all those funny jokes I bl- if I recall those were also in that wonderful movie Age of Ultron that everybody loves <laughs> yep where they introduce and kill Quicksilver so good <laughs> Then we got oh, Boner. I'm here, and now I'm a dead. Oh, so sad. <laughs> then we got Boner, though. <laughs> Maybe oh. didn't see that coming. Yeah, because it didn't make any fucking sense, mate. What, yeah. <laughs> why didn't you kill Hawkeye? He's useless. Anyway, uh, enough, enough about that. On to the next question. Fair. Uh, Cleodora Silvestri, messing, comma, your, comma, SCSV, says, leaving politics aside this week to focus on an existential dilemma. Is a hot dog a sandwich a roll or a really soft-shelled taco? No, old as the hills. It's, yeah, it's yeah I mean, th- th- this is an age-old debate. I'm of, the, I'm of the mind that a hot dog is definitely a sandwich. Like, why wouldn't yeah. it be? It's just like, yeah. I, I don't think that disqualifies, like, it's also its own thing. But yeah. I don't. But like at some point, when you start breaking shit down into into categories, you you come across little questions like this where you you have to just be like, oh, well, yeah. I mean, by, by the loosest definition of sandwich, it is something between some bread, yo. And then uh, that is, you know, it's cer- certainly what a hot dog is. Yeah, right. Yeah, Assuming we mean hot dog, the total construction. Of course, an actual hot dog itself is not a sandwich. You know what I mean? Because hot dog is one of those weird things where, like, the meat you put in the middle of the total thing is also just called hot dog. Like, you take right. a hot what do you make with it? A hot dog. It's fucking weird. The English language <laughs> is fucking extra bizarre, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, it's like one of those things where it's like, um, like, all squares are rectangles, but all not all rectangles are squares. So, I mean, it's just, uh, I would say that a hot dog, I, I do love the idea of calling it a really soft taco. That is hilarious to me. I, 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 think, I think that is a stretch worthy of QAnon. That is a hot dog decode where you're just like, oh, but if you, if you consider the bread of the, of the bun to be like a soft shelled taco, it's like, no, no, you're, you're, you're trying way too hard. You're reaching, mate. Yeah, well, see, but but now we're now we're getting into some more some some other dumb food pedantry discussion, which I think is why people ask these sort of questions. Yeah. Uh, which is to say, so okay, a hot dog is a sandwich. We're all on board with that thinking. Uh, but like, since we're talking about tacos, what makes a taco a taco? Right? If a taco is simply some sort like any type of uh, bread or bread-like material with a filling, then sure, a hot dog is a taco. But that doesn't feel right. So, does a talk does what make is what makes a taco a taco the shell, either crispy or soft? But a soft taco shell could also be used to fold up a burrito, even though it's not specifically made for that purpose. So it's it's sort of just like what what makes a taco a taco, man? <laughs> Who can say? <laughs> Bro, think about it. When you think about it, we're all just food, right? <laughs> yeah. We're all, we're all yeah. just dust in the wind. 
Oh man, foodception. So, so interesting. Yeah. Uh, nobody yeah. nobody talks about how fucked up it is for for people that aren't native English speakers that hot dog and hot dog are like two different things that are related but are just like the exact same. Like they're not even like completely independent of one another. And then this language is full of shit like this, but hot dog is a good one that we could all get behind. Yo, t- yo, g- hand, me, hand me one of those hot dogs. Go make a hot dog over here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I had never thought about that. Somebody the other day on Twitter pointed out like batshit is going crazy. Holy shit is a, a an exclamation. We have all these different ways to use the word shit. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I've I've seen some comedian who had that bit. They've, yeah, they, yeah. They've, they've they dug in. They dug into the shit in this situation. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's also it's the same with the word fucking right. Like yep. you know, or, or or just fuck in general. But like you know. You you could like it's just so versatile. We we've taken it and we've really just worked it into. It's sort of like our version of the word Smurf to the point where you could like put it in the middle of other words for emphasis. Like you could say that something is like absolutely bananas, and no no one's just like looking at you weird, like you used it wrong. Everyone just sort of goes with the flow, just like oh yeah, you could just stick fuck in the middle of other words. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's weird. You should say that. I've actually uh, I've. I've try i've been inspired i i'm attempting to maybe make my own youtube video and one of the first ones i'm scripting is the the history of the smurfs and uh i've been reading uh early smurfs and um the original artist peo uh grew up in nazi occupied germany so um some of the early smurfs ones are about like uh, the the King Smurf comic is about the rise of Hitler to power. Like Peo has said, like this is what I grew up with. Like I was a young Belgian boy in, in occupied uh, Nazi occupied Belgium. And so there you go. I, there's some Smurf. I'm dropping some Smurf knowledge on you. And bringing, the, and bringing the room down by talking about the Nazis occupying places. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you bring <laughs> bring down what is normally a light and fluffy podcast about QAnon? Yes. <laughs> We literally sandwich light and fluffy around the headlines and it ever to prevent this sort of thing, Sarge. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> and another like, like, like at worst, you're talking about Nazis, and at best you're talking about Smurfs. The the, the ceiling here is so low. Because <laughs> who gives who gives a smurfing smurf about the Smurfs? Am I right, guys? <laughs> yes. Exactly. I just I've been I have a lot of Smurf knowledge that I wanted to share. Oh now, God. now, if we were talking about the Snorks, I'd be I'd be all in. Snorks is going to be my follow up video. Oh, yeah, yeah because you want your second video to have more views than your first video. <laughs> Hashtag Team Snork. Yeah, and the best part is there are people that are listening that might be like, I know what the Smurfs are, but what the fuck is a Snork? <laughs> they are. Uh, I'll, I'll my follow up video will just be Smurf ripoffs. Uh, yeah, it'll be like, like, like let me let me hit you to this one, Daddy O. How about Smurfs but underwater? Boom, Snorks. Yeah, with with weird <laughs> snorkels on their head, but they're they're fully underwater all the time. But their uh, their theme song was better though. Like, uh, don't get me wrong, I, I still remember the, the the Smurfs theme song, but not because it's great. It's like the Cars for Kids theme song. You'll always remember it, but not for the reason you want. No. Uh, man, that what went was off the, the question? Rails. Yeah, the, 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 the question was about hot dogs, and we somehow got into Smurfs. So, uh, congratulations, for, congratulations, Cleodora, for another excellent derailment of a question. 
Uh, we need we need to have a leaderboard for questions that de- aggressively derail us. Yeah. Um. So uh, Reverend Xenofact asks, uh, "Okay, you've sold out and have been asked to create uh, Frankenstein, the ultimate Q leader. What goes into it? Trump's hair, Flint's traitorous disloyalty, the, uh, a wagyu hat. Uh, bring a, uh, build us the ultimate Q god." <laughs> This is more of a Serpentor situation where Cobra was going around and getting DNA from the the greatest quotation marks, whatever's from around the world. And, Cosigned. Uh, this is like a Serpentor situation. Yeah. <laughs> That's a perfect way to put it. Uh, I would say I would go with uh, Trump's callous disregard for human life. Uh, <laughs> Rod Watkins' callous disregard for human life. Uh, let's mix in Steve Bannon's reckless disregard for human life. <laughs> uh, can we can we add a smorgasbord of, of Ron Watkins sizzling charisma? Uh, real, well, real, okay, real. so let, let, let's actually let's actually play around in the in the manner which they intended. Uh, okay, so uh, I think you would if you were going to take anybody's like white hot charisma, it would have to be Do- Donald Trump's, right? That's what he's actually bringing to the field. Like, like you know, like the man or not he does have a charm to the people he's for the people he's speaking to. It's just, if you have a brain in your head, you're immune to it. But if you don't, whatever he's selling, people are clearly buying. So I'd say you would have to have, you would, you would need Trump's charisma. You would need, uh, you would certainly need QAnon's inside intelligence or, or Q himself. You, you would, you would need, you would need actual daddy's Q's big brain and uh, his, his insider info. Um, I guess you could take Kevin Sorbo's body, but from like 30 years ago when he was like, her, he's like, but he was still a spry young Hercules. Uh, and if he was a spry young Hercules, maybe he could pull off Rod Watkins's hat. So, oh, here, so I'm going to question Rod who was the actual, there. who played live action spry young Hercules? Do you know? Kevin Sorbo. Oh no! I, there was a Young Hercules show, and it was oh, wow. uh, oh why would I why would I know that why would I did, I never watched that show I didn't even watch that terrible Sinbad show Are you kidding me Hercules and Zeta was as willing to was as low as I was willing to limbo even back in the mid nineties. Well, it's Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling played Young Hercules. Really? Yeah. No, I'm not giving. I'm not giving them Gosling. They have to stick with Sorbo. They're gonna peak Sorbo, but they are not getting even pre-peak Gosling. <laughs> They can't have him. They can't have my Ryan. Can 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 we get Lu- Lucy Lawless to be like a like a hyper leftist like alternative to Sorbo? Can like Zena just be like basically like democratic socialist like AOC twenty twenty four? I mean, can we well, just when, have- when we get to putting together the the perfect uh, the the perfect liberal counterpoint to our perfect Franken uh, Franken Q or Frank Kustein, I think is what Sir, they put as they put our Serpentor, but yeah. we'll replace with a Q as is our gimmick. Uh, then we could use Lucy Lawless's, Lawless's uh, just statuesque beauty uh, and or uh, willingness to get her tits out on camera. Because if you've seen Spartacus, you've seen a lot of Lucy Lawless's breasts. Like, uh, oh boy. I've got, I've got other good news for you besides, besides Lulu, Lucy Lawless's willingness to get naked. Uh, that would have to be some good news. She's an attractive woman. No, she she because Kevin Sorbo keeps posting dumb. Oh, Kevin Sorbo's dead. Well, that is great news. <laughs> she's, she's posted uh, repeatedly. She's pretty left leaning. So, like, good news. She's Yay. already very very on the left. She's she's owned 
Kevin Sorbo on Twitter more than once. I mean, honestly, I just assume that any celebrity that's worth a shit, unless they say otherwise, I just sort of assume they're left-leaning politically because I feel like it would be hard to be in Hollywood or whatever and like make it to the top and still be like, yeah, but you know what? I don't think gay people deserve rights or whatever. Like, certainly some people do that. Tim Allen, I'm looking at you. Like, what's the deal? Come on, bud, get with it. But yeah, like, they wanted to cancel my show because of my political beliefs. And it's like, no, man, it's just not funny. Like, <laughs> and also, yeah, tough shit. Suck it up, buttercup, free market, etc. They get to decide who they have on their payroll. Fuck you. Like, this is what you want, conservative goon. <laughs> you you want the market to bear itself out. Well, guess what? It, it bore yourself out of your fucking sitcom. This is the future conservatives want. <laughs> oh, oh god! I, I saw some like terrible meme that was le- that was talking about like uh, people flying a plane. They're like, I don't know why the plane is is like going to crash. I identify as a pilot, and it was like, this is the future liberals want. And it's like, and and it was from like a, a libertarian Twitter account. And it's like libertarian wants like state granted uh, licenses. So yeah, how you like them apples? Hoisted a drone, petard, libertarian, <laughs> you giant dum dum. Yeah, but maybe well, you weren't. Maybe you weren't paying enough attention to that sick own about how that person identified as a pilot. Oh He's, right, they, they, they had no pilot training, but you know but the it's 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 like it's like gender you see what they're doing there it's oh it's pretty oh, subtle oh so subtle ben ben garrison get in there with your magic marker and label everything up so mike knows what the score is oh thank you. Uh, i i need i need ben's light, the, light. The, the, plane, the plane will just be labeled gender it'll be like gender air <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah gender yeah, so uh, we've got we've got a body, a hat, and charisma. So I think we we are pretty close to completing well, all of those. Might I add, submitted by me. You guys just you had you wanted no part in this Frank Hughes No, I, so, I brought in the serpent, the much more apt serpentor. Oh, that's reference. true. So I guess Mike, you were the one who sucks. Yeah, uh, I accept that. I fully acknowledge this. Yes, <laughs> I. I love the idea that we have hate listeners and they have to listen to me ramble about the G.I. Joe movie and Smurfs and Serpentor. <laughs> it could, because at, at any moment we could say something that proves that we like to suck adrenochrome straight from an orphan's veins. Like the following statement. I love to drink adrenochrome straight from orphan's veins. <laughs> exactly. We have a copy of the face carving video. It is in the Patreon behind the paywall. It is yes. there. It's Go there. get it. You'll find we can't it. release it for free because if I'm going to give up my masturbation material, I need to be getting something back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. No. No. <laughs> don't like it. Yeah. I'm going like to abuse my penis until it looks like Elon Musk's penis. <laughs> Anyway, I wish- okay, that's, 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 that's enough of that. No, I'm not going to let you interrupt me. We're leaving this discussion. I've turned it into something horrible and grotesque. Yeah, this is your fault. I know, yeah. and I'm trying to Try redeem to- it by getting us the fuck out of here. Try to stay out of here. Mike, okay, so- another, another, message, another question. Okay, uh, uh, Patrick, who I'm now calling him that because uh, my brain is weak and I've told him that's what's going to happen, says, in memory of, uh, in, in memory of uh, Quad B, our, our listener who uh, has pa- who passed away recently. I believe that uh, was Big Bald Beautiful Bastard. Was that the sequence of words? I, uh, big, big Bad Bald Bastard, I believe, was it? Yes. Yeah, so, something, something like that. It's hard, to, it's hard to get all those Bs together. It was some sick alliteration. Now. Yes. 
Uh, so in memory of in memory of his passing, uh, in which decade did you all enjoy the most? Uh, mine was the nineties. So, um, oh, I don't know. I don't remember any of the eighties. Like I, I remember a little, but I was so young. Uh, I certainly grew up in the nineties, so uh, I enjoyed them. But I, I, I mean. It, uh, I don't know. Hard to say. Pro- probably the the two thousands, just because you know uh, it was more of a person. Yeah, I was gonna say. Like, unfortunately, I liked the nineties well enough because you know I was a kid and it was pretty easy to just find enjoyment and stuff. But uh, if I have to go for a nice round decade, I'd probably say the aughts because it was like getting out of high school and forming myself as a person like after high school up until my like mid 20s or whatever uh my favorite span would probably be for like like if i had to if i could narrow it down to just like a 10 year span would probably be 2005 to 2015 like so much stuff happened in those years a lot of it was bad but like really formative and a lot of it was great and like all like all time legendary for like my my life like stories and experiences i still refer back to to this day so uh, if I could cheat and make it a span of 10 years, I'll go 2005 to 2015. Uh, otherwise, scale everything back by five years to go for, through all of the aughts if you want to round a decade. Yeah. How about you, Mike? Uh, I kind of feel like I kind of feel like what you said is kind of like how I would cheat as well. Because I, I think like my life like kind of really like changed for the most part from the mid 90s to the mid 2000s because like that was this sort of place where i was doing one thing banging my head against the wall just sort of drifting around and then uh 2004 was basically when i got on the plane and flew to las vegas and became a poker dealer and just that was kind of like this massive change in my life and i've been in the gaming industry like since then i mean so it's been like over 17 years now that i've been like doing this kind of thing so that was like very much formative of that. Like that's when I got out of high school. That's like all that kind of stuff that was going on. I was like, I was playing Magic the Gathering. I was just, I was just doing all that kind of stuff. And it's like, I, I have way more memories of that time than I kind of do like past that. But like, right. I totally like acknowledge that like living in Vegas, uh, all that kind of stuff, coming back to the East Coast, like finding a job, like all that kind of stuff was like good and positive for me. But like the memorable stuff was just like between that window. So, yeah, I would say like basically the years before I left for Vegas and then like going to Vegas, that was like, like, like peak Mike Rains, like figuring out what's going on in his life time. So it's, it seems like for the most part, we all love the aughts go aughts. Yeah. Turn of the millennium, baby. What a time to be alive. And we were. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Y2K, all that stuff. Oh, man. I mean, just. Uh... All right. Well, th- thanks yeah. for the question. That was a fun one. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the final question, but unfortunately, this is this is this was more of the thing that just was designed to melt my brain was uh, what are all your thoughts about this scam ad? And uh, the ad is literally a deep fake involving Donald Trump, like with a fake C-SPAN caption at the bottom of the screen speaking at a faith and freedom uh event and it's an obvious deep fake it's not really trump and it's an impersonator of trump's voice it's it's about as good as our impersonations of trump are so it's 
it's it's not bang on, but it's literally uh, a QAnon promoter named uh, Phil uh, Godlewski, which is just man, what a what a Polish Scrabble name that is. But uh, Phil uh, posted this ad, and it's for people buying uh, what's called a like a, a Trump red card. It's like the Trump bucks from the start of our episode. And this deep fake is like, you need to buy this Trump red card. You get exclusive benefits. And the best part is the more red cards you buy, the more benefits you get. And it's like, wouldn't they just have like the red card going to a platinum card, going to an exclusive card? Why would you buy 10 Trump red cards to unlock the bonuses? Like, doesn't the card get you an account that you can then deposit money into? It's like such a weird scam. And... No way. It's like a, they're like collectible cards, except they're all the same. But <laughs> the, the, the collectible value is in how many of them you have. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and basically the guy was like wondering like who paid to get this ad done? Cause Phil doesn't have the money for this. So, I mean, I don't, it's really hard. It's like, there's any number of anonymous shitheads who want to use Trump, uh, without his permission, much like the Trump bucks to try to promote a scam. It's really funny how like like Trump is both incredible grifter, but also like the, the, the weapon people use to, commit other grifts that Trump obviously has no part of. So it's wild. Also, it's- I don't think it's that expensive to do deep fakery now. I think there are open source tools that you can use to get it done with not a lot of knowledge in the in the practice of doing it. Uh, what it really boils down to, as far as I know, is having enough reference shots, which I'm, I'm sure getting those of Donald Trump can't be that difficult. Yeah, and, it does so much TV. He did so much TV. And, yeah, and then, and then time to train the uh, deep fake to to produce something that even looks like sort of like usable at all. So uh, I'm not really convinced it would take a lot of money for anybody who is so inclined to do a deep fake of anything these days. Uh, but maybe I'm wrong about that. I'm certainly no like you know graphic design person, but uh, I do watch the Corridor Crew, which pretty much makes me an expert in the field. <laughs> I'm pretty great. <laughs> yeah. Puts me on the map. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I guess the, the, the real answer is unknown, though, right? Like, it could it could be any number of scam artists. Uh, but thankfully, they're, they're using Donald Trump's... They're, they're using Donald Trump's face to uh, grift losers that would be inclined to giving Donald Trump their money to begin with. So, I say, uh, no harm, no foul. Play on. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. Yeah, so uh, that brings us to the end of the mailbag, which brings us to the question, what are you guys looking forward to? I've been thinking about this. Oh, Nope, the movie Nope. Uh, Jordan Peele's new movie comes out uh, this weekend. I am very excited to see it. I don't like horror movies, but I like Jordan Peele movies. So here we are. Uh, Yeah, I am excited for the uh, next time I get to play D&D. Uh, we've been doing a session and or a campaign, I should say, uh, digitally with some friends that live out of state and I have been having a good time and I have a, a good fun character that I'm excited to explore further. Uh, plus every time I play D and D it reminds me how uh, happy I am that D and D has somehow become genuinely popular in my lifetime. Yeah. That, that is wild to think about. Like the, when I saw, I just remember when I saw Matt Mercer doing, uh, D and D with Vin Diesel and it's just like, yeah, okay. What what even is 
Like, well, the thing he, is, that Vin, Vin Diesel has been a known lover of D and D for a while. That like you know he was he was one of the the actors that's been out there stuff before for a while. But then like you hear it's like I heard I, I don't know if it's still going or how long it's been going on. But at one point it was just like oh yeah like listen to this new D and D podcast we're doing with Jeff Goldblum, and I'm just like really. Jeff Goldblum's just on a D and D podcast. What the fuck? What the fuck? Life am I living now? They're just like they're just live recording their games and putting it out in podcast form. And also, one, oh yeah, by the way, one of our players is Jeff fucking Goldblum, and I can only imagine what he's like at a D and D table. But I'm assuming that shit has to be buck wild. So no, I, I do really love that. One of my favorite childhood hobbies that was one of the clearest indications that I was a nerd slash dork in high school has now become like I, I was I was on public transportation uh, commuting to work. Uh, the other day or commuting home from work and there were these like kids uh, well I call them kids because I'm an old man now but there were these people and like they're young and they're they're early to mid-20s and they were just on the train talking about getting super high and playing D&D and uh, I was just like rock on yeah, stuff. Hell, hell yeah you, but... usually you would have to keep that stuff to yourself but these people were confident enough to be just talking about it on a train surrounded by strangers they were talking about getting high and, like stealing griffin eggs or whatever i'm just like this rules <laughs> yeah i like, mean yeah go ahead yeah i remember like when i was in the D as a kid it was like a gateway into satanism like the satanic panic was about D and how like you were actual witches because you were trying to summon spells and invoke demons and now we've gone from that bullshit to like anyone who's anybody and has a modicum of fame is just like hey i'm doing a podcast about D this week like um it has to be like fairly cheap to produce. You just need the materials and to get your friends together and just really can. Yeah, no, there's yeah, it's one, it is one of those things where it turns out acting experience probably helps you be good at it or at the very least understand what's going on. Yeah. Right. You're just like, oh, I have to get into this character and make my decisions based on what this person that doesn't exist would do. And like, I have to make that up on the fly. Yeah. <laughs> tough. Anyway, tough. what about you, Mike? What, what are you looking forward to? Yeah. Uh, res- uh, um, hopefully resolution on my terrible car. That's uh, we are racing towards that moment. So hopefully that will be taken care of. And well, you're not racing I- anywhere currently. Let's be fair. N- this is true. This is very you're, true. Your 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 car is broken, and that is the point. Bazinga. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, looking forward to that, and just uh, also um, looking forward to the uh, power of air conditioning because. Uh, Holy shit, yesterday was, like, oppressive doesn't even begin to describe how hot it was outside yesterday in uh, the Commonwealth, the Bay State, all that good stuff. It was, oh boy. And, wow, um, if, if, you, if you think it was bad in New England, you should have seen how it was in Old England, because boy fucking howdy. Yeah, I know, I the, know. Those, those people are totally screwed. I heard it got to 108 in London. Oh. And- <laughs> hey, keep keep denying global warming now, you fucking assholes! Oh, man. I mean, like, or I if you happen to be a listener from across the pod and you're one of the good guys, uh, we are very sorry that this is happening to you. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, but holy shit! Oh my god, I just love. Uh, I I saw like a post where they were talking about, oh look at all these like fake fires in Europe now from climate change, and they immediately post like pictures of people like committing arson to try to make it look like it's climate change like there's always a conspiracy to try to explain why things are happening and it's like how about the how about things are just getting really hot and when things get really hot and they get and they are and they're dry when they get lit on fire they burn easier how about that let's occam let's occam's razor this shit just a little no we're not doing that okay fine fine whatever i mean i saw a lady on twitter she's like hey i'm an indian here uh i just want to let all the people in england know 
like fuck up your ancestors uh, conquered countries in this this kind of heat uh it was like ooh, all right <laughs> boom roasted and i'm talking yeah. literally rimshot waka waka okay <laughs> Uh, well, that's going to do it for our show for the week. Thank you, everybody, for listening and for your continued support. But for now, the boys have to mount their uh, wretched pogo sticks and bounce slowly outside of Hellworld for the week. Uh, but we appreciate the support. If you'd like to continue to support us, you can do so for free, literally no dollars, uh, by giving us a five-star review or uh, any sort of favorable review on any platform where you can get our podcast. Or you can tell a friend if you think that they would like to listen to Three Jerks talk about some QAnon stuff with a smattering of pop culture references that nobody knows about from a bygone time. Uh, if you have money and you want to give it to us, you can do so, as we mentioned earlier, by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash pokerpolitics. There we have over 40 hours of bonus content available behind our mighty $5 a month paywall. Uh, once you have access to that content, you can listen to Cobalt. You can listen to what we do out of shadows. And you can listen to uh, Mule's Errand, which is going to be wrapping up, I believe, next week. Uh, all of that is us discussing weird QAnon pop media, a trend that is going to continue. And I say pop media in the sense that it's just like, you know, it's movies and junk. It's not actually popular. So the slow your roll. Uh, so yeah, $5 or more a month will get you access to that stuff by becoming one of our beautifuler babies. If you have money and you don't want to give it to us, we totally understand. You can do some good with it by donating it to love146.org, an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. Uh, or you can go ahead and donate it to whatever charity you'd like to support Ukraine in their defense of, against Russian aggression. Or you can just do your part to uh, help the the blue vote in the upcoming midterm elections. Uh, you know, there's a lot of good you could be doing with your money. So do good with it if you would like. Give it to us if you'd like. Uh, keep it in your pocket if you'd like. Try to buy a PS5 if you'd like. It's your fucking money. Who, who are us to tell you what to do with it? Big shout out to our friend DJ Minimal Effort for use of our intro song. Still no social media for DJ Minimal Effort. Sucks to be him. Uh, however, our buddy Frosty, who has done all of our bumps, including for our hottest, freshest, newest segment, the one that we just invented uh, a couple of minutes ago, the Amuse-Bouche. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at FrostyVO. You can find our show on Twitter at Hellworld. That's the Hellworld spelled with a Q in place of the O. You can find our expert, uh, Mike Rains, on Twitter at PokerPolitics. You can find me at HellworldL. Hellworld spelled the same way as before. And you can find Sarge on Twitter at SargeInHell. That's going to do it for the boys for this week. So for myself, the mysterious L, our friend Sarge, and our expert in all things QAnon crazy, Mr. Mike Rains. Good speed, patriots. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.